Graphics, what's going on? Dude, I was on the toilet all night from that chicken. I thought I was gonna die. Do one of you guys have milk money I can borrow? I think I have extra. Oh, wow! A Jew asking for money. There's a new one. You, you guys know why Jews have glassy eyes? Here you go. Thanks. Dude, Stan, you, you know why Jews have glassy eyes? Like cow? Oh, shut up, Carmen. You don't even know what you're talking about. Shut up, Scott Malkinson. I'm Scott Malkinson. I've got a lisp and I've got diabetes. Hey, don't make fun of my diabetes. Don't make fun of my diabetes. I'm Scott Malkinson. You want to tell me what's funny about two women shooting air from their vagina into a man's face? Would you mind loaning me some of your lipstick, Mom? Because I want to at least look pretty the next time you decide to fuck me! That was the Goth Kids with Talent Shows Are For Fags. That was killer. We showed them. Yeah, I hope we win. Welcome back to Geek Fights. It's part two of Best of South Park. Uh, I... With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Uh, do we still have the same panel? Uh, yeah, this is the same panel. Could you have him say hello, Mike? Hello, Mike. No, God damn hello, it. <laughs> Could you introduce him? Uh, no, go back and listen to part one. Let's just get going. Wow, that's a dick move. Jeez, we've got <laughs> Pete Lucas. Say hi, hello. Pete. Uh, Michael Felcher. I really wanted to say hi. See? <laughs> Greg Trahan. Hello. <laughs> there we go. And Mr. Jared Formby. Who's fighting? There we go. And me and Mike, obviously. Here we go. Jumping back into the fights. Best South Park episode, the Omega Brackets. We already know that, uh, what is it? What was the name? Wonder, uh, what, what is it? Woodland Critter Christmas. Woodland Critters. It's, it has one side one. Uh, we're going to do side two and the finale all in this episode. Uh, Pete, this fight is yours. It is with apologies to Jesse Jackson versus it's uh, it hits the fan. Um, wow. Um, both of these I thought were good episodes. Um, but as as I recall, it hits the fan. Isn't that the one where Stan comes to the realization that everything is utter shit? No, that's you're getting old. No, no, no. This is the one where they say shit a large number of times. Okay, I knew it had something to do with shit. I couldn't remember what the correct placement was. Actually, I just wanted to say shit more, so shit. Um, it's the shit episode. Uh, vote for the shit episode. Michael? Um, I'm going to uh, go for, with apologies to Jesse Jackson. I think it's a more complicated episode. and they're, uh, I think South Park is actually one of the few shows that can really get away with tackling uh, themes about racism and racial elements without really pissing anybody off and actually making some really good points. Um, the shit episode's more of a gimmick, so I'm going to go with Jesse Jackson. Uh, vote for Jesse Jackson. Greg? Um, I really like the Jesse Jackson episode. You know, I think it's a really complicated episode. It has some really good points to it. I like when Jesse Jackson just kind of goes, kiss it. Kiss it. And I use that a lot. But something I use even more from the shit hit the fan episode where they say what the worst, you know, evil words are, and it comes down to be cross. And I just love that. That's actually my favorite curse word, and I use that, and people just, wait, what'd you say? And I can use it in public, and nobody understands what I'm saying unless they're a self-partner. So, shit hit the fan. It hits the fan. Gets a vote. Jared? The, um, the opening minute, uh, with apologies to Jesse Jackson, is probably one of the funniest things 
I've ever seen in South Park or ever in my life. I, uh, I, I have got to put that episode forward based on only less than a minute of it running. Uh, voting for Naggers. Uh, it is all tied up. It comes down to you, Mike. Which one moves on? Well, yeah, the shit episode, I put that on this list. And I love it. And, you know, breaking boundaries and taboos is what South Park does best. Uh, but they said shit in that episode. Um, South Park said something that even we would believe. Uh, you so would I got to give him props to that because uh, naggers really annoy me too. <laughs> With apologies to Jesse Jackson is moving on. Goddamn naggers. And we're moving on to it. You know, if we keep using it in that context, it means the same thing. It's just like saying the N-word. Uh, anyway, Michael, this fight is yours. It is Worldwide Recorder Concert, or sorry, Record, no, Recorder Concert, versus Death Camp of Tolerance. Um, this one took me a little while, because honestly, I couldn't remember which one Worldwide Recorder Concert was. Does anyone remember what that was? The brown note one with the yeah. Brown. Oh, the brown note. The brown note. Okay. And then I, I Death Camp of Tolerance. <laughs> I think Death Camp of Tolerance is when Mr. Slave got introduced. Um, yeah, Mr. Slave and Lemmy Winks. Oh, God, Lemmy Winks. Yeah, I got to go with Lemmy Winks just for the whole story of Lemmy Winks. It's like, come, Lemmy Winks, come this way. And the whole the song and everything. That, that one rings. Uh, uh, the brown note thing, as I recall, it was just the one joke that I remember. Uh, but I remember a lot more about Death Camp of Tolerance. Well, there was also the uh, the subplot of uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Garrison uh, being upset because his dad didn't molest him. Oh, right, and eventually Kenny G does it? Yes. Well, there's a sentence that I didn't think I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> a vote for Death Camp of Tolerance. Let me winks, let me winks, let me, let me, let me. Uh, Greg. I really like the whole Worldwide Recorder concert with the brown note, and I wish I could find it because I know I would use that to be the ultimate weapon. They make me a freaking general. But I'm going to go with the Lemmy Links episode. And I, I like the whole Lemmy Links subplot. I really like the whole Death Camp of Tolerance thing because I used to be an equal opportunity officer. You know, I was in charge of the whole being nice to people, and it was the worst job ever. So I understand what it's like with this whole seemingly authoritarian uh, nicety. But there's the one part where Carmen just finds those two girls hiding underneath the latrine. <laughs> and he just shits on them and says, hey, you're down here. A vote for Death Camp of Tolerance. Uh, Jared. Uh, uh, one of the things that I really dig about, about South Park and, and some of the stuff I love about it on this, this particular bracket um, is reminding me of things that I forgot about when I was a kid. And I remember through South Park um, being forced to learn the recorder, which is an instrument that's just there for you to learn because you're in second grade, I guess, because nobody's walking around going, hey, I'm a recorder aficionado. Let me bust this thing out. No one does that. And this episode brought that back to the forefront of my mind. And I was like, oh, my God, the recorder, that was retarded. And uh, the Pursuit of the Brown Note, uh, the Kenny G stuff, I'm going to go with that one. Worldwide Recorder Concert. Mike. 
Uh, yeah, I didn't vote for shit last time, but I will vote for it this time. Uh, worldwide recorder concert. It is all tied up. Coming down to you, Pete. Which one takes the win? Oh, you would toss this to me, bastards. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed both uh, both of these. The, the subtext with uh, the subplot with uh, Mr. Garrison, I thought, in uh, Worldwide Recorded Concert was uh, was quite funny. But you know, how can you turn out turn down Lemmy Winks? I have to. I have to at least send them through. Uranus. Uh, vote for Death Camp of Tolerance and Lemmy Winks is moving on. We are on to our next fight, Greg. This one is yours. It is You're Getting Old versus Cartoon Wars. No. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're Getting Old. That's, uh, that's the one where Stan turns 10, right? The newest one? You're asking the wrong person. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the one that's where, where everything, everything is shit. Like shit. Yeah, everything. Okay. Um, and, yeah. I'm going to have to go... Cartoon Wars, it was a good, like, three-part episode, and I really like the whole idea of, like, you know, pushing boundaries, and I like the idea of, like, you know, nothing should be censored, and showing Muhammad, and the actual fun that the creators had with comedy, actually get them on the and the whole thing. I really admire what they do to stand up for freedom of speech and, and everything they do. But then again, like, Greg, you're cutting in and out of quite a bit. All right, let me. I'm standing underneath the cell receiver, so it should be good. <laughs> Maybe it's not for your service. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Cartoon Wars. Uh, vote for Cartoon Wars, uh, Jared. This is actually a really, really big fight here because Cartoon Wars is is an episode of South Park that. I think a lot of people probably have seen, if they haven't seen much South Park, somebody probably tied them down and made them watch Cartoon Wars, at the very least. And I'll always love that um, for the Family Guy, um, the Family Guy stuff, which I thought was outrageous and awesome and put everything in perfect perspective when it comes to that show. Um, but for this show, um, You're Getting Old, I think, is, is one of the, the greatest episodes of this show. And I think it's one of the greatest episodes of any show. I mean, I just um, really, really enjoyed the the way that that whole thing ended up. I mean, I thought it turned into a very sweet episode, a very sad episode. And it also is one of the few episodes where um, they actually used um, real licensed music and they didn't parody a song or, or parody a style of song. They actually did use Landslide by Fleetwood Mac and it was very touching. And I, I just would watch that one right now if I could. So I'm voting for that one. You're getting old. Uh, vote for you're getting old, Mike. Uh, I do love uh, you're getting old. This is a really tough fight, uh, but I have to vote for Cartoon Wars. Uh, I'm not really a fan of Family Guy. Um, a lot of my friends are. And people are surprised to find out I'm not a fan of Family Guy. And And as much as I hate to say it, Cartman pretty much just brilliantly expressed why uh, I don't care for the show. And my, my opinions uh, were his exactly. Um, and I, I actually really do believe that that show was written by Manatees. And, uh, and, you know, I think they, I think they should get some of the old Manatees back because it's not, not as good as it used to be. <laughs> Vote for Cartoon Wars. <laughs> uh, Pete. Um, 
Yeah, I, I have to give the edge in this one to Cartoon Wars. I thought You're Getting Old was a great episode. Um, but I know people actually stopped watching Family Guy because of that episode. Uh, so just as far as, uh, as, as repercussions, I got to go with Cartoon Wars. Another vote for Cartoon Wars and Michael. Uh, first of all, I got to make a, a correction from the last week's episode. I was just reminded of it. When I was going on about the Special Olympics montage using uh, the Live to Win by Paul Stanley, I confused it with the Live to Win. Live to Win was actually using the montage in Make Love, Not Warcraft. Uh, it was actually um, uh, Take It to the Limit from Scarface that was used in the Special Olympics montage, so I needed to make a correction there. Um, aside from that, I'm going to go with Cartoon Wars. I think overall the it's over the overreaching ambition of that show on many levels. Tops, you're getting old, although you're getting old actually floored me because it was the last episode of that particular ep- group of episodes. So we had to wait six months to find out what the hell happened. And I'm like, damn, this is sad. And uh, in a way, I wish I think the episode probably would have gotten a pass for me if the, the one that came after it didn't kind of pull the rug out from under the, 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 the emotion that that one earned. Uh, I don't know. I, it was weird. I, I but I like the episode a lot. But I got to go to Cartoon Wars. And Cartoon Wars takes the win. We are on to our next fight, Jared. This one is yours. Uh, I'm. It's Krim. What is it? Sprache versus Breast Cancer Show Ever. All right. This is awesome. I got to go first on, on two episodes that that these ones have not stood out to me at all. I mean, um, does anybody have a line on which is which here? Because Cream Fresh is the Shake Weight episode. Oh, okay. And uh, the breast cancer one would be? That was the fight between uh, Cartman and Wendy? Yes. Oh, yeah. It was like like 3 o'clock high. Yeah. That one. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go with the shaking. (laughs) 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 The gestures. Put it in front of their face. and Yeah, I'm going to vote for the obnoxious image of that. All right. A vote for Shakeway, uh, Mike. Uh, I I really do love that that episode, and you know it it really is dead on. The first time I saw Shakeway, you're, you're just kind of like, does anybody really see what's going on here? Uh, but I'm going to vote for Breast Cancer Show ever, uh, just because of Three O'clock High. I mean, that is, I think, was one of the best examples of that style of 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 story of, of high school movie. Uh, but there were others, and uh, and I really, I really am a big fan of that. And to see that sort of translated into South Park, I thought was really a lot of fun, especially with the uh, the inversion of in this time the kid that's going to get his ass kicked. Uh, you actually want him to get his ass kicked, and he deserves to get his ass kicked. So I'm going to vote for breast cancer show ever. A vote for breast cancer. Way to go, Mike. Uh, Pete. Um. You know, I really did enjoy the Cream Fresh episode, but that was one of those episodes where, unlike a lot of them that come out, they're very timely, and they come out relatively soon after what they were talking about. That was one, I believe, that we had to wait for. So, I mean, really, who hadn't made that Shake Weight reference who had already seen the commercial? I mean, the, the joke had all, it was already kind of old by the time they came out with it. Um Whereas Breast Cancer Show Ever has Wendy taunting Cartman by saying she will shove his ass down his throat and make him eat his underwear. Uh, I got to go for Breast Cancer Show Ever. 
Another vote for breast cancer show ever. Uh, Michael. Yeah, creme fraiche is great because of, I mean, the, the idea that the shake weight spooges on your face and then gives you cab fare. I just think, I mean, that, well, that was just a great idea. And it was, it, it's certainly <laughs> the best of all the uh, shake weight spoofs I've seen. Uh, the thing about Breast Cancer Show ever, it's, it's one of the top five Cartman episodes for me. Because Cartman is so, so his own worst enemy in this. He causes everything to happen to him in this. Wendy's not the problem. It's him. I mean, he's, he even he, he eats his own underwear because he's afraid someone's going to do that, even though no, Wendy never would have actually done it. He actually, in order to get detention at the last minute, runs up and shits on Mr. Garrison's desk. And it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, God, Cartman, and at the end convinces himself that everybody likes him, despite the fact they're all telling him that they don't. It's just another glimpse into how deluded this kid is. And uh, the fact that the principal of the school, in no uncertain terms, tells Wendy to beat the shit out of him just goes to show that everyone really, everyone hates this kid. So, breast cancer show ever. Uh, vote for breast cancer show ever. And, Greg? I'm going to have to go with breast cancer show ever just because I just love to see how Wolf Carmen is and how he just, this whole cognitive dissonance he has where, oh, people like me, you know, just goes to show how seriously, seriously messed up his character is, and I love him for it. Uh, vote for breast cancer show ever. I would vote for it, too, because he's horrible making fun of breast cancer patients. I think people forgot that part. Uh, anyway, on to our next fight. Uh, Mike, this one is yours. It is Britney's new look versus Cartman's incredible gift. This one uh, is actually pretty easy for me. It's Cartman's incredible gift. Um, specifically for the fake psychic battles that they engage in. A uh, vote for Cartman's incredible gift, Pete. Um, yeah, I have to second in this case. Uh, I have to second Cartman's incredible gift. Brittany's new look was just one of the grosser episodes to me. Another vote for Cartman's incredible gift, Michael. I want to go with Britney's new look because I didn't expect that one to turn into a Wicker Man spoof near the end, almost. And I didn't expect just the idea of, of Britney's walking around with almost all of her head gone and just going for the whole episode. I just, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, well, haven't seen that before. Um, so, yeah, I want to, that's the one that strikes me as being the more interesting of the two. Uh, vote for Britney's new look. Uh, Greg. I'm going to have to go with uh, Carmen's incredible gift just because the fact that he tries to use, again, something that he thinks happened for profit. And the part where it shows, like, just close your mind and, and see what you see. And the stuff that flashes through his mind is just so sick and twisted. and just love every second of it. Uh, vote for Cartman's incredible gift and Jared. Oh, I got to go with Brittany's new look because, I mean... This is one of the only instances that I can think of right now where the boys are actually kind of all on the same page. They're all kind of in it together. And the group of them are completely, completely dismayed that they caused Brittany to blow her own head off by, um, by trying to profit from her. And I guess that kind of apologetic aspect, and yet the, the humor still kind of compiles... And the fact that it becomes like a uh, uh, telling of the lottery in the end, 
and uh, they take pictures until she's just completely dead. I just thought that whole thing was phenomenal. It involves a trip to the North Pole. I mean, it's crazy. It's all over the map. And uh, I thought that was a really unique thing they did. Britney's new look. A vote for Britney's new look. But Cartman's incredible gift is moving on. And we are on to our next fight. This is kind of a hard one. Pete, it's yours. It's Kenny Dies versus Imagination Land. Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> Kenny Dies was the episode with the fetuses, right? Yeah. As I recall, yeah. Where Car- Cartman, stem- Cartman uses them to build a pizza joint at the end. Yeah, the stem, stem cells. Stem cell thing. Yeah. Um, is that the one with Christopher Reeve? No, no, it's just a completely no. separate one. That's a, that's a completely separate one with fetuses. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they they went to that well a couple times. Okay, you done, Mike? <laughs> Fetus <Yeah>. well. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, I, I got to go with Imagine, Imagination Land. I thought that one was, uh, was a stronger episode. A vote for Imagination Land. Michael? Um... Yeah, I'll go for Imagination Land just for the creativity of it, although I, I don't... It's not one of my favorite of their multi-part episodes. Uh, I do think that just... Hell, just for bringing back the Woodland Critters, uh, they deserve credit for that. So, in a way that didn't seem uh, uh, arbitrary. It made perfect sense for them to show up in that episode. So, I'll uh, I'll go with Imagination Land. Another vote for Imagination Land. Greg? Um, I'm going to have to go with Imagination Land as well, just because of how they say the terrorists have bombed our imagination, and then just the sheer chaos that happens afterwards. Um, plus, there's a ton of good Stargate references, and I'm a huge Star- Stargate fan, so definitely that. Uh, the fact that they get uh, Kurt Russell, his character, to go through. <laughs> I'll vote for Imagination Land. Uh, Jared? Oh, I'm going to go for um, Imagination Land as well, because the uh, song that gets you to Imagination Land is the Benji of South Park songs. Oh, God. An- another vote for Imagination Land. And, Mike, is it a clean sweep? No, it is not. Uh, I know Imagination Land is a big episode. It's a juggernaut. Uh, everybody loves it. But I have a particular fondness for Kenny Dies. Uh, first, because uh, it was just such a, a weird inversion of everything that, that had happened with Kenny. I mean, I, I, that, I thought that was actually a brilliant idea, uh, kind of metatextual, to put a real spin on, on the death of a character that died so many times in the past. And he stayed dead for a long time, I believe, right? Um, and it also, yeah. I, I think that's... There, there are hints in that episode. Um, doesn't she have another baby, Kenny, in that one? Yeah, that she just keeps making Kennys. And that ultimately leads to the revelation much later that Kenny may, in fact, be the spawn of Cthulhu. So I don't think the story that's begun in Kenny Dies is over yet. I think. I think that this is really something bigger because that was never they 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 never kind of set, came out and said that you had a Cthulhu thing, you know Kenny's this kind of weird superhero now. Um, they've got something planned. That's 
that's going somewhere. So I'm going to vote for Kenny Dyes. A vote for Kenny Dyes, but Imagination Land is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Michael, this one is yours. It is The Ring versus Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina. <laughs> um, the Ring is funny because it's Kenny and his girlfriend, and there's this whole thing with the Jonas Brothers. That's actually very, very funny. It just goes to show you how ridiculous they're, they're all. And he's all about, again, blowjobs. Again, once again, the uh, focus of the episode. Uh, but I'm always, I don't know why, but I'm a sucker for the Mr. Garrison episodes where he's changing his sex back and forth. He doesn't seem to know what the hell he is. And so he, he does, I mean, it's, it's the thing about Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina is it gets so fucking ridiculous to the point where I think at one point, uh, Mr. Bravlosky becomes a dolphin and there's a point where he has to get the, you know some of the skin back from his te- so he's like you know get back here that dolphin has my scrotum is the line and I'm like well there's no other show where you're gonna hear that so I gotta go just for the absurdity that 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 episode ends up in uh, for me it's not even close so fancy new vagina oh fancy new vagina for Michael uh great um I think I'm gonna have to go with Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina also, just because in that episode, the actual climax is Kyle being turned into a black man to play basketball with Mr. Garrison's balls as his knee joints, and then subsequently landing on them and exploding. I just, you're never going to see that anywhere else. Uh, vote for Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina. Uh, Jared. Oh, um... The the fancy new vagina is the one where Mr. Garrison discovered scissoring. Am I am I right on that? That came later. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was just, just three hundred knockoff. <laughs> a scissor oh, or something for the ring. <laughs> a vote for the ring. I, I I heard that. A vote for the ring, Mike. Uh, I will also vote for Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina because uh, yeah, I mean the exploding knee testicles was something that you don't see on TV uh, every day. Neither is actual live footage of a fucking oh, sex operation where they cut a man's cock open. I'll oh, never my God. For- I'll never forget. We, we were, how many of us were watching that at the same time? I don't know, but each each time they cut it, we yelled louder and in unison and in pain. Oh, yeah, Not I, a lot of shows can do that. So, Mr. Garrison's Fancy New Vagina. Another vote for Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina, vagina, and Pete. Yeah, I think there was about five or six of us because we were we were at your place, Michael, for that one. Yeah, in my basement. Yeah, and it was like, and we were like, oh, oh, ah! Except for Kathy, she didn't react at all for some reason. Strangely, Um, (laughs) yeah, uh, just just for the bonding moment that I had with you guys, I got to go with Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina. And Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina is moving on. Uh, We are on to our next fight. It's the first unknown fight of the evening. It is, Greg, it's yours. It's Human Centipad versus my pick. It's Butter's very own episode. It's the very first Butter's episode where we find out Butter's father is gay and his mother tried to kill him. Uh, Go right ahead, Greg. Uh, I I don't think Butter's nearly got half of much love as he did in the bracket choices so just the fact where butter's mom thinks that 
she killed himself, and they're looking for, you know, the John Bonet Ramsey killer and the OJ killer, and they're all, oh, some Hispanic guy. I just just love that that the humor where it's like in butters where she's just painting it's like must made clean. Just butters, I think, in his innocence and obliviousness is is probably the best character to put in the South Park universe. Uh, vote for Butters' very own episode. Uh, Jared. Oh man, I, I've got to go with the human send iPad because because of carpet. <laughs> Not wanting the uh, gosh, what is the what is the 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 lesser of the two? Some um, handy book, the Toshiba yeah. handy book, yeah, the Toshiba handy book. And then uh, he yells, you know, my mom is fucking me in the store. <laughs> Looking, I'm gonna go with that one. A uh, vote for human sent iPad, Mike. Uh, I am actually reading this bracket on an iPad right now. And I did not read the iTunes uh, end-user license agreement. So um, I'm at risk for being a human sent iPad. So I'll vote for it. <laughs> I'll vote for okay, human. I would decline. <laughs> a human sent iPad. Uh, Pete. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm actually a big fan of Butters as a character. Um, the the, uh, the little tap dancing uh, Dr. Chaos weirdo. So I got to go for Butters' very own episode. Uh, vote for Butter's very own episode. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Michael. Oh, this sucks. Because Human Centipede is one of the best recent episodes in which all the stories work very, very well and all kind of coalesce at the end. The whole thing with the Apple geniuses, because I hate those motherfuckers. I hate that goddamn store. I mean, the whole idea of them, it's almost like a religious ceremony. And, the, you know, it's just... Uh, to me, that was that was brilliant, and of course, just the image of you know Kyle being stuck in the middle of a shit sandwich, literally. <laughs> I mean, it's that's hard to vote against. And, and the thing, but the thing is, I love Butters to death. He's my favorite character. In fact, I have a, a Butters stuffed plush doll that I won out of a machine. It's the only uh, character from South Park I've kept, and it's. I guess I just love Butters too much, but shit. Um, I'm going to, you know what, as much as I love Butters, I got to go with Human Centipad. I got to go with Human Centipad. A vote for Human Centipad and Butters Scotch? Or is it what? Yeah, it's Scotch. Scotch. It's Butters Scotch. Yeah. It's it's out. He's gone. I still love the fact that his name is Butters (laughs) Scotch. But Human Spin iPad is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Uh, Jared, this one is yours. Oh, this is a fucked up one. It is Casa Bonita versus Trapped in a Closet. Man, Casa Bonita is my pick because, again, I draw so many little things from my childhood from South Park, things I'd forgotten. But when I was young, and I live in the same time zone where this show was invented, that was a big deal. Going to Casa Bonita was a big deal. And uh, when he gets that uh, nut in his head, Cartman, and he's got to go to Casa Bonita, that episode, for me, pays all day. I mean, that's, that's, that's one of my big favorite Cartman episodes. So I've got to go with Casa Bonita, even though it's up against a juggernaut. A vote for Casa Bonita. Uh, Mike? Uh, yeah, I've, I've got to go with, uh, with Trapped in the Closet. 
Um, you know, ultimately, it's it's kind of isn't this where the the whole Scientology flack uh, starts? Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, yeah. so yeah, I will vote for Trapped in the Closet. I'll vote for Trapped in the Closet, Pete. Um. See, I really enjoyed Casa Bonita because, again, it shows us uh, Cartman's true character. Because, um, as, as I recall, isn't that the one where he locks Butters in the uh, in the bomb shelter so he can go to Casa Bonita yes. with uh, yes. Kyle? <laughs> and then he did, you know. And then Butters winds up building this whole city out of out of the dump and everything. I, I thought that was fantastic, but you know, just for pure chuckles, and uh, because I totally hate the fucker, I got to go with uh, Trapped in the Closet. Uh, vote for Trapped in the Closet. Michael. Uh, to me, this is actually one of the ones that's not really even that close. I think Casa Bonita is one of my, is, that's another one of the top five favorite Cartman episodes. Because look at everything he goes through just to go to a goddamn Mexican restaurant. I mean, he goes, he does all this shit. He gets shut out initially, tries to be nice, ends up completely blowing it, realizes that the only way he's going to get to go is if Butters doesn't go, so he locks him in a fucking refrigerator, doesn't give a shit about him, and then at the end, <laughs> when he's confronted about it, instead of admitting to it or doing anything, he rushes through the restaurant doing everything he possibly can to have as <laughs> fun as he possibly can before he gets caught, and then at the very end, it's like, was it really worth all this? And he goes, totally. And so it's like, he doesn't give a shit about anybody. And just, to, just that last part of the episode where he's running through going, yay, cause I'm Anita, yay. And he's just going, oh, that's so good. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, oh, that, that's just, I mean, that's just so much fun. It's not even fun. So, yeah, Trapped in the Closet's great, but Casa Bonita is one of my personal favorites. A vote for Casa Bonita. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Greg. Which one takes the win? You know what? I'm going to have to go with Casa Bonita for everything Michael just said, plus the fact that when Butters get out and try to repopulate the earth by just showing his wiener to some random woman. Um, <laughs> just, just got me so good. It was so, so, so funny. Casa Bonita. And Casa Bonita is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Cartman joins Nambla. Versus Lyscapades. Uh, Nambla. Really? A vote for Nambla? Uh, pro Nambla? Pro, uh, breast cancer. Uh, Pete? Um, yeah, I gotta go for the, uh, the Nambla episode as well. The Lyscapades one just really didn't do it as much for me. Another vote for Nambla. Um, Michael? I'm gonna vote for Lyscapades just because it was such a different episode. And yet it was still quintessentially South Park. And I just love the, the voice on the on the lead lice. No, it's my baby. Kill it. Kill it. No, no, kill it. And the whole thing with the, the leader of the uh the of the uh, of the lice looking just like Dick Cheney. And the the way they, they you know, it was I, I really I thought it was and then I don't know. I just I appreciated the effort very much and that they, they really created a whole nother world right inside the kid's head. So, gotta go with Lyscapades. Uh, vote for Lyscapades. Greg? You know, I was, I was leaning towards Nambla just because I felt Lyscapades was too, too heavy-handed. And this is the kind of time, uh, time when 
you know, a lot of conservatives started pointing at South Park and saying, oh, South Park's actually a very conservative show. Look at them making fun of liberals. And, and after that, I kind of got very, very, like, turned off because I felt that, you know, but the end, just the end of life creates got me where they showed up on, I think it was Lindsay Lohan, just Lindsay Lohan's crotch. And that's where they moved to. Uh, and that was just too hilarious for me to ignore. Actually, I think it was Angelina Jolie. I was going to say. It was, it was yeah. some celebrities. Crotch. That is correct. I'll vote for Lyscapades. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Jared. Which one, which one is going up against Casa Bonita? Oh, it's Lyscapades. For the Casa Bonita slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll vote for Lyscapades. <laughs> we are moving on to our next fight. Pete, this one is yours. Oh, it is the Ungroundable versus... Uh, Jacobasaur, I don't know how to say that one. Jacobasaur. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I just, I got to go with the Ungroundable just for the whole, uh, again, Butters slipping into uh, Cartman's uh, window to try and feed off him, despite the fact that he and just wind up giving him a, a hickey. So, uh, the Ungroundable. Uh, the Ungroundable gets a vote. Michael. Um... Yeah, I didn't. Uh, Jacobasaur, no, I've, I've seen that episode once and I've never had a desire to go back and watch it again. Uh, the Ungroundable definitely is one of the, and that, I think that's one of the episodes that uh, I think really enhanced uh, Butters. Uh, it really gave Butters, you know, a, a, a chance to shine and uh, with the goth kids and it's just, you know, taking down of Hot Topic. You gotta love that. So, um, yeah, yeah, Ungroundable. The ungroundable, uh, Greg. You know, what? I'm going to keep Jacobasaur alive, and I you know I put this one on the bracket, so I kind of want to take it through. But the thing is, this episode is pretty much about everything that we all hate as as geeks, which is Jar Jar Binks. Essentially, that is their Jar Jar Binks standing, and they 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 just reference it all the time, and they just at the end when they just move him and his entire race to France, and they fit in perfectly fine. I find that to be too funny. I'll vote for Jacophosaur. Um, Jared. Um, the Ungroundable is actually an episode of South Park that um, I've actually been able to show people that don't like South Park. And they go, oh, I see why people like this show. Um, you know, it's like whatever uh, they get into their head from, you know, when this first came out or from whatever they've seen over somebody's shoulder at a party. Um, wherever they form their opinions, I find the Ungroundable can pretty much untie them pretty quickly because Butters is such an, an enjoyable character, and uh, watching him obsess over um, becoming a vampire, and of course his parents' over-the-top reaction, I, uh, I'm going to go with the Ungroundable for sure. A vote for the Ungroundable, and Mike. Um, I will vote for the Ungroundable. Um, I do not hate Jar Jar Binks. Um, certainly I would have more of a problem with the, uh, the vampire, uh, wannabe, whatever, Twilight people and those movies than, uh, than Jar Jar. And I thought that was actually just a very clever, uh, observation that this is just kind of a new goth, but not. And I like those goth kids on the show. Totally. The ungra- goth kids. 
the ungroundable is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. Michael, this one is yours. Huh, kind of perfect. Simpsons already did it versus Smuggler. Simpsons already did it was a great episode because of just the fact that they had to acknowledge the fact that there was this, you know, elephant in the room called the Simpsons that had come before them and had tackled every plot line that they could possibly come up with. However, Smuggler is one of my favorite episodes because I love the episodes where the town collectively goes shit crazy and overreacts to something. And this is probably one of the best episodes where that happens, where they everyone gets a hybrid and everyone's walking around going, good for you, thanks. And it's just, it's a, it's a wonderful condemnation of the attitude around owning a hybrid the whole smelling of your own farts thing in San Francisco, the fact that it turns into a, a literal smug storm and Cartman has to go in like a deep sea diving helmet to try to rescue Kyle because he realizes he needs his nemesis. And the, when he walks in, he walks in, the kids are all stoned and there's, there's Ike sitting there going, I'm totally tripping balls. I'm totally tripping balls. I mean, it's, that whole episode, and at the end, what I love about the end of the episode is they decide no hybrids, even though that's not the lesson. And Stan's like, no, you can have hybrids. It's like, no, 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 we're not ready yet. We're not ready yet. So, I, yeah, to me, that's, uh, that's the one, you know, Smuggler. Uh, vote for Smuggler. Uh, Greg? I'm going to have to go with Smuggler, too, just because it just goes to show Everybody puts San Francisco as this great, great city and so forth thinking, but really all they do is just smell their own farts. It's completely true. A vote for smuggler. Uh, Jared? <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good call from, from uh, Michael Felser over there. Um, when the whole town is tripping out on something, that is hilarious. And uh, this is an awesome representative for that. So I'm going to vote for it because it is the whole town going at it. And it's awesome. Another vote for Smuggler. Uh, Mike. Uh, this is another really tough one. Uh, but I, I have to vote for Simpsons Already Did It. Um, not just because they, they acknowledge that. But um, more so now in hindsight. uh on the last episode, we talked about World of Warcraft or uh, whatever the title of that particular episode was. Um, and I said, you know, I, would, I voted for it and I'll explain why later. And here's the later. Because South Park got a Warcraft episode out before The Simpsons. And when I saw The Simpsons do that, I, I remember kind of going, holy shit. Now it's South Park did it. So because they kind of acknowledged the King of the Hill and then surpassed it, I don't mean King of the Hill, the TV show, but acknowledged that kind of master cartoon, and I think, I think they've topped it. I think, uh, I think they, they overtook um, The Simpsons. And I think this episode is where you really kind of see that they, they've got that, that awareness that The Simpsons is, is the other show. And when everyone's animated like The Simpsons too, that was kind of fun. A vote for Simpsons did it, uh, and PE. Um, I, I I enjoyed the Simpsons did it, but uh, to me it was just too one note. Uh, 
I gotta go with Smug Alert. Oh, vote for Smug Alert. Uh, that was that was a good uh, that was a good uh, fight there, Mike. That was that was a nice try. Uh, I would have switched my vote, but I don't have one, so I'm not gonna worry about it. On to our next fight, Greg. This one is yours. It is Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride versus Douche and Turd. Hmm. Um, <laughs> it's a tough choice. It's like choosing between a douche and a turd. Now, they're actually two really good episodes. Um, I really like douche and turd because that's pretty much how I feel about every election. And even though, you know, according to the Hatch Act, I can't technically promote a particular candidate. So that's probably why I'm not going to vote for it, even though they had that awesome video with P. Diddy just shooting people. And uh, going to live with PETA and the animal hybrids, it's just telling them to kill me, kill me. And I just think that was really good. But Big Gale's Boat Ride, um, I think it was their first Emmy-nominated episode, and they gave George Clooney one line, and that was just Wolf. He was the voice of the dog in that episode. So, Big Gale's Big Gale Boat Ride. A vote for Big Gale. Um... Jared. Um, Big Al's um, Big Gay Boat Ride is is a huge, um, I guess, a historical episode for South Park. It's got a lot of importance um, hanging on it, and I think it is, you know, well-deserved. Um, but in this particular instance, um, I uh, have to say that uh, the uh, the Rock the Vote, the, the Douche and the Turd, um, that that kind of stuff uh, is hysterical, and that's one of those things when you're watching South Park and you go, "Wait a minute, am I really watching?" Yeah, I'm watching this, and yeah, oh, they just brought out the turd sandwich mascot. Um, I really like the plot line. Anytime that it's uh, Cartman and Kyle going head to head, and Stan's like the only one who's trying to make sense, uh, that's South Park for me forever. And um, I'm gonna vote for that one. Uh, vote for a douche and a turd, uh, Mike. Uh, th- this is another tough one, and while I think if if it came down to a what would I rather watch now or what I think from my perspective now I would pick, um, it would probably be Douche and Turd, but I kind of want to also keep a little love going for the early shows. I mean, compared to the later shows, they may not be as as strong, um, certainly not as as daring, but you know, in context, they were. And I think this was one of those those first episodes where it really kicks in that this is I mean, a, a, a gay dog. I mean, it, it really kicks in, and this this is a different kind of show. And uh, and that's one thing that the early episodes have over the later episodes is they really just they have that. Now we expect it to great to to be uh, groundbreaking. Uh, but back then, we had no idea what this show was capable of, and this was one of the first indications of that. Uh, vote for Big Gay Al's Big Gay World, right? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is that uh, where Come On Red Rocket comes from? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Red Rocket is great. Uh, Pete. Um. <clears throat> yeah. I, I... They were both really good episodes. I, I enjoyed the fact that uh, basically the entire PETA camp got uh, destroyed and uh, eaten by their own animals uh, in Douche and Turd. However, um, I suggested Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride strictly for the whole the whole Clooney having one word 
woof in that episode. Uh, I thought it was great that you took this A-list actor and just, you know, we don't have anything for you to do, but you can do woof. Um, so I got to go with Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride. A vote for Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride. And Michael? Uh, I'm going to vote for Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride because Richard Stamus did prove that he could hit the high note. <laughs> And Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride is moving on. Come on, Red Rocket! I I, I, I want to vote for that same one because of the Red Rocket. (laughs) You forgot about Red Rocket? (laughs) That episode? Yeah. (laughs) Come on, Red Rocket! Come on, Red Rocket! (laughs) Big Gay Al is moving on. Uh, Clean sweeping it up. And we are on to our next fight, Jared. This one is yours. Ooh. It's Underpants Gnomes versus Free Will's ZXY whatever. Um, I'm going to do the one that you can't pronounce. That's what I'm voting for right now. Uh, I'll vote for Free Willy. It's easy as that. Uh, Mike? Uh, I love the Underpants Gnomes. Um, that was the first tweak, right? It was early tweak. Early yeah. tweak, at least. One of the first one of the ones that focused on him. I think yeah, it was. I think it was the first tweak. I think so. Uh, and I love Tweak. He was a great character. Uh, we know someone who who is a lot like Tweak. Uh, he hasn't been on the on the show, but maybe one of these days. Um, mm. And uh, you know, I really, in looking at the economic philosophy of the gnomes. Um, that question mark of how it actually gets to profit. Um, I think that that's a policy that's in place in a lot of companies today, including uh, possibly the one I work for, until they hear this. (laughs) And then you won't be working for them. (laughs) Vote for underpants, gnomes. Pete? Um... I enjoyed both episodes, but I got to give the edge to Free Will Zix just because the uh, the final shot of the uh, the whale just laying there dead on the moon. Uh, vote for Free Will Zix or whatever you're going to call it, uh, Michael. Yeah, that's that's this episode was very funny overall, but I remember watching it, and the whole episode is basically just about these you know. This prank that goes horribly wrong, and the kids end up thinking that this whale needs to go to the moon, and so they get the Mexican, the Mexican NASA involved, and they actually end up succeeding, and they think they're heroes, and then it crash cuts to this silent shot of this poor dead <laughs> whale lying on the surface of the moon, having no idea what the fuck has happened to him, and I remember starting to chuckle because there's no music, no sound or anything as the credits start to roll. And then I just started laughing harder and harder and harder. Because if there's one thing that the South Park guys know how to do more than anybody else, is they know how to stick the landing with these episodes, with those final, that final line of dialogue, that final image. or they, they, These guys can sum up a whole episode and make it great with just one shot at the very end. And just the shot of that poor whale lying there dead on the moon, which will be discovered by someone in the future. Like, what the fuck is this whale doing here? Uh, I just thought it was great. So as funny as the underpants gnomes were, I got to go with the whale. Uh, another vote for Free Willy and Greg. Aw. 
E, fly. E, fly. $200? E, fly. Um, <laughs> yeah. you're free willing. Just because the only one they could afford was the Mexican NASA. <laughs> like, he's live, moon. <laughs> just because anytime there's Mexicans in South Park, I just lose it. They do them so fun. A vote for Free Willy, and Free Willy is moving on. And we are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Cow Days versus Reds Lay Down. Uh, again, a really, really tough one. Uh, you know, just just on weird instinct, uh, Red Slay Down is so much better. It's um, it's kind of more dead on, and you know, I like bringing back uh, Santa Claus and and Jesus, and you know, just the, that that kind of weirdness that inhabits this world. But I believe Cow Days is where we get Saki Saki Five Dollar. Yes. Um, so I'm going to vote for Saki Saki Five Dollar. Oh, vote for Cow Days, uh, Pete. Um, you know I really enjoyed both of these episodes. Um, Red Slay Down, uh, seeing Santa with uh, with the AK-47s mowing people down was uh, was absolutely fantastic. Um. However, Cow Days um, gave me something that I use quite often. And, uh, and I call shenanigans on people quite often. So uh, I got to go with Cow Days. Uh, vote for Cow Days. Michael. Um, I'm going to go with uh, um, Red Slay Down because it's a Mr. Hankey episode. And I would like to see Mr. Hankey go on a little bit. Another vote for Red Slay Down. Greg? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Red Slay Down just because I want to bring Christmas to all the little Iraqi boys and girls. And uh, just the whole fact that at the end, Christmas is more about Jesus' death than his birth and just the whole complete <laughs> twist around that the entire episode goes through and just just warped, warped world that they now live in. Um, so we have to go with Red Slay Down. Get a Red Slay Down. Uh, vote for Red Slay Down. It is all tied up. Coming down to you there, Jared. Which one takes the win? Well, I'm thinking that we're all going to hop on the Poochoo train and speak fondly of Santa speaking of himself in the third person. Red Slay Down gets a vote. I was going to say it if you did. Well, yeah, I, I, was, I, I was just making sure you were done. And Red's Laydown is on to the next round. We are at our last fight of the first round. Uh, it's the, the Other Unknown. It's from Cadam, the Karen and Adam merged. I, I, you know, I'm going to call them that in the, in the romantic comedy episode. Uh, but uh, it is Whale Whore versus the biggest douche in the universe. And that's where Cartman is being possessed by Kenny. And he goes to the psychic John Edward. <laughs> to try and I'm not a douche. <laughs> Thank you, Pete. <laughs> that one is yours. Um, wow, this is a tough one because I really enjoyed both episodes. However, um, I have to admit, um, I I have to give the edge to uh, to whale horror because I love seeing the photographs of the whale and the dolphin, and then the cow and the chicken, 
driving the bomb, uh, flying the bomber over Japan. Chicken on a cow? A vote for whale horn. Are you uh, Michael? Yeah, whale and a horse was abs- whale horse was absurd. That one was one of those ones where uh, just get, get, and just uh, they, uh, just the side of the Japanese showing up, just slaughtering all the whales and dolphins while they're there in the park, and and then at the end it's just like they change it so they managed to convince them it was actually chicken and the cows, and then they go through and start slaughtering all the chickens and the cows, and then I think I think uh, uh, I think it's, it's Stan's father sums it up by saying uh i think randy says yeah now they're just like us so it just turns yeah. the whole turns the whole thing around <laughs> so yeah i mean i love biggest douche in the universe but whale whores i i think was uh, much more interesting uh vote for whale whore um greg um man i'm really conflicted uh i'd have to say um i like biggest douche in the universe just because We've used a similar prank here, and it really inspired us, where we randomly call someone and pretend that we're some officer, and we're just like, you know, it's cadet so-and-so there. It's like, it's like, oh, yeah, sir, 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 yeah, I'm here. It's like, well, you've been selected for an award. It's like, oh, what award? It's the like, smallest penis in the world. And we just continue to go on. And I just love the idea of John Edwards just getting his own. But just the fact that what the difference between the Japanese and the Americans are are food choices. And just the complete way that these hippies were portrayed. I'm going to have to go to the whale wars. Whale whores. Uh, vote Whatever. for whale whore. <laughs> uh, Jared. Fuck you, dolphin. And fuck you, whale. <laughs> Another <laughs> vote for whale whore. And Mike, is it a clean sweep? Uh, yes, it is. Because I hope we get more of these Japanese imitations in the next round. <laughs> They're not Japanese imitations. We're imitating the episode. Uh, you know, we're episode imitating naggers. Naggers, yes. See, you know, it's so bad because we we only had one episode of not being horrible people, and even then, the blooper might. Did you did, did you record what we said afterwards, Mike? On what? Uh, never mind. Anyway, Last episode. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I haven't yeah. checked it yet. Whatever. We'll be back right after this. We make you your own Facebook page. You guys are retarded. I'm playing Xbox. The poop that took a pee. What's that with the lady's legs? All right, butthole. Where's the goat? The small town of South Park seems no different than any other. But deep beneath the surface of this mountain hamlet, there are secrets of passion. Dad wants to kiss. Wendy, take the burger. Shut up, fat Secrets of visitors. My little brother's been abducted by aliens. It's true. Ask Carmen. They gave him an anal probe. <laughs> that, that's a little joke. Secrets of conspiracy. And so you see, Simon and Simon were not brothers in real life, only on television. Secrets of murder. I did it! I did it! I finally killed something! South Park's children aren't keeping their secrets, and this small town is finding out more than it's bargained for. 
kept secret. If you don't get Comedy Central, you don't get South Park. Call your cable operator or visit our website. Um, hmm. Are we going to do Geek Cred? I don't know. Jared, I'll ask you. Are we doing Geek Cred? I think you should do Geek Cred because there is the random chance that somebody got the wrong episode and it's their first time listening. All right. Just like you insisted on introducing everyone at the beginning of the episode, you should get credit still. He's got a good point. You can shut the fuck up, Mike. Ah, uh, the love. Yeah, I'm serious. I, 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 I'm totally going to shit my pants. Anyway, and we're back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope Mike leaves that, that le- just like the 30 seconds before I said, and we're back in. But anyway. We're back doing what we do every week. We just did it two days ago. We're doing it again. Coming at you with some geek cred. Um, Pete, what is your geek cred? Um, do I really need to, to, to say? I think I've said enough times, but uh, I'm a third generation geek. Learn to read on comic books. Um, been collecting uh, toys and comics since I was about uh, oh, 10. Um, I guess that's good enough. Woohoo! Um, Greg. Well, did geek cred last week, but let me come at you with something different, ladies. Geek play classified. Ladies, I'm Greg Trayan. I live in the uh, Hudson Valley, mid New York region. I enjoy Star Trek. I enjoy Star Wars. I enjoy long walks on the beach. I definitely enjoy whatever you're into, and as long as you are in fact a woman, get at me. <laughs> Thank you very much, Greg. That was awesome. Uh, Jared. <laughs> Hello, new listeners who grabbed the second episode instead of the first episode. I refer you to the last episode for my geek cred, and I especially refer you to the Best of Stargate episode for my geek cred. I was particularly proud of that geek cred layout. And Mr. Felsher. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Um, if you if you're listening to the second episode of this first, go fuck yourself. That actually says everything they need to know about you, Michael. Yeah, you summed that up pretty well. You did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, jumping right back into the fights, Michael. This one is yours. It is with apologies to Jesse Jackson versus Death Camp of Tolerance. Um, I'm gonna go with Jesse Jackson. Uh, vote for Jesse Jackson. Uh, Greg? Mm, I think I'm going to go with Death Camp Tolerance just because there's too many naggers in this episode. <laughs> uh, vote for Death Camp. Uh, Jared? Um, it's still, it is still one of the best minutes of South Park ever. With apologies to Jesse Jackson. <laughs> it's just it's so awesome. I got to go with it right now. Another vote for apologies to Jesse Jackson. Mike? Uh, yeah, to be, to be honest with you, there are large patches of South Park that uh, I did not watch, that I missed. Um, when I thought there was sort of a, a, a lull in the show, uh, sometimes I didn't know it was on in the days before, DVRs and things like that. Um, so I don't really recall the uh, death camp of tolerance at all. Uh, even looking over the uh, the synopsis, I really it really didn't click. So if I saw it, I don't remember it, or I didn't see it. So 
uh, I guess I kind of have to vote for um, Jesse Jackson. Another vote for Jesse Jackson and Pete. Uh, yeah, I'll give some love to uh, Death Camp of Tolerance just because of the whole uh, Cartman uh, dropping a deuce on a couple of girls' heads in the uh, porta potty. Really? You're into scat porn? That's weird. Uh, anyway, with apologies to Jesse Jackson, is moving on. We are on to our next fight. It is Cartoon Wars versus Breast Cancer Show Ever. Greg, that's yours. Mm, I'm going to have to go with Cartoon Wars just because. Honestly, at first I was a really fan of Family Guy, and then I just noticed as years it, it does end up doing this whole setup. Plus, I I, I got to say it again, I really got to respect Matt and Trey for the uh, sticking their necks out and possibly their lives for trying to show Muhammad on TV. I really respect their uh, push for freedom of speech. Oh, vote for Cartoon Wars. You mean a second time of showing Muhammad because they've already shown him by this point. But a vote for Cartoon mm-hmm. Wars. Jared? Oh, um, you know, I really enjoyed uh, Cartoon Wars also for uh, when uh, Cartman meets up with Bart Simpson and they're both there to stop the Family Guy from airing and they kind of try to one-up each other on who's the big bad kid <laughs> and Cartman just kind of shuts it down, which is which is really great. And I also do enjoy the fact that the Simpsons and the South Park do kind of uh, enjoy each other and support each other. So I'm going to go with Cartoon Wars for that relationship. Uh, another vote for Cartoon Wars, Mike. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna second everything that they just said. Cartoon Wars, more Cartoon War love, Pete. Um, yeah, I gotta go with uh, Cartoon Wars because, uh, as I recall, that one does uh, reference when he's talking to Bart Simpson. Uh, Scott Tennerman must die because he's like, well, I killed a person and made him eat his own parents and ground him up into chili. So, um, I gotta go with Cartoon Wars. Another vote for Cartoon Wars, and Michael, is it a clean sweep? Uh, no, I'm going to go with uh, Breast Cancer Show Ever. want to give that show a little love. Again, it's one of those ones where any peek inside of Cartman's delusion is always welcome, and the fact that he, you know, takes a shit on Garrison's desk and eats his own underwear, and at the end somehow is convinced that everyone does love him after all. Uh, just, I love that, but yeah, I know it's going to lose, but Breast Cancer Show. I'll vote for Breast Cancer Show ever. But Cartoon Wars is moving on. And we are on to our next fight. Jared, this one is yours. It is Cartman's Incredible Gift versus Imagination Land. Oh, um... I See, uh... I, I just can't get in with the... With Cartman's Incredible Gift. It's just, uh... Too, uh... It just underwhelmed me too much. So I'm gonna have to go with the other. Uh, sorry about that. I'll vote for Imagination Land. Mike? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I voted against Imagination Land in the first round and uh, and for Cartman's Gift, but uh, as much as I do like Cartman's Gift, and there's a lot of... I thought there was a lot of fun stuff in it. Um, it doesn't hold up against uh, just the, the scope of Imagination Land. I almost said the imagination, but that would be redundant. I'll vote for Imagination Land. Pete? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I really have to give it to Imagination Land. I mean, just the amount of, of things that they crammed into that, uh, 
that two-parter, two-parter, that one was a two-parter, not a three-parter, right? Um, just what they crammed into that one was uh, mind-boggling. I think it's three parts. Imagination Land was a three-parter. Okay. Um, yeah, I gotta give it to Imagination Land because that covers uh, pretty much all three, so. Uh, vote for Imagination Land. Um, Michael. Uh, I'm also going to go with Imagination Land. Not so much because I, I'm the biggest fan of Imagination Land, uh, but it is a little bit more memorable than Cartman's Incredible Gift. Um, so I got to, yeah, at the end of the day, now's not the time to vote against it. Another vote for Imagination Land. And Greg, is it a clean sweep? I really like Carmen's incredible gift, especially the part where Kyle tries to get his own powers and he gets up there and he tries to reenact everything Carmen says and at the end he just says, ah, fuck it, and just jumps off the roof. Um, but then again, it just wasn't up to the same level, the sheer grandeur that was Imagination Land. So I'm not going to go with that. And Imagination Land moves on in a clean sweep. Uh, Mike, this fight is yours. It is Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina versus human sentai pad. Uh, that's that's pretty tough. Those are both uh, great episodes. Um, and, and yeah, I loved the, the stuff with the, the Apple Genius Bar. But I have to give it to uh, Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina. Certainly the reason mentioned earlier about, you know, our... our you know, unmasked group reaction to that and, and just a memory link to that. But um, this was a season premiere, and this was the season premiere right after Woodland Critters Christmas. So we're coming into this episode with this kind of, all right, South Park, what do you got? You can't top that. What, what are you going to hit us with? And at the very beginning of the episode, they show a live footage of a man's penis being cut open. And I tell you, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> so I'm going to vote for uh, the vagina. Uh, who doesn't love the vagina? Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina gets a vote. Pete? Um, yeah, I have to second that one. Uh, I, I, for all the reasons previously mentioned. Another vote for Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina. Uh, Michael? The Human Centipede is one of the best of the recent episodes of the show, which is saying a lot because there have been some great ones lately. The problem is, all I keep hearing in my head is, hey, let me in, that dolphin has my scrotum. I, I don't know how you top a line like that. And actually to have it make sense in the context of the show you're watching. That's one of those lines where you hear it and you go, I never thought I would hear those words put together. I never thought I would hear those words put together and have it actually make sense. I I am just floored by that. So that's one of many elements. So got to go with the uh, fancy new vagina. Another vote for Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina. Uh, Greg. Um, I'm going to have to go with uh, Mr. Garrison's fancy new uh, bagu. You know, so definitely, definitely good. And just the fact that Kyle thought he had to be black in order to play basketball. And it just ended up literally taking his legs out from under him. Literally. A vote for a fancy new vagina. And Jared, is it a clean sweep? 
Oh, it is not. Because a fuck are you, a dolphin, and a fuck are you, scrotum, said the human iPad. Uh, vote for the human sent iPad. But Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Pete, this one is yours. It is Casa Bonita versus Lyscapades. Just because I enjoy trying, Butters trying to get his groove on, I got to go with uh, Casa Bonita. Uh, vote for Casa Bonita. Uh, Michael. Yeah, did you know? It's funny. I was looking up some stuff on Casa Bonita, the actual restaurant. There's only one left. There's only one Casa Bonita restaurant left in the Denver suburb of Lakewood, Colorado. So I have to wonder, did this South Park episode save that location? Because people, I imagine people keep going to there just to do, you know, just because of what Cartman thought of that place. So I, I got to believe that has an effect. So I'm going to, uh, any, any, any episode that could actually possibly save an entire restaurant chain, albeit just one location, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Casa Bonita. Another vote for Casa Bonita. Uh, Greg. Um, I'm going to have to go Casa Bonita. And the reason why is because of the little part where you raised your flag to get more tacos. And I really like that. I, want, I like to see that in a Mexican restaurant. And I've never been any in the Colorado region, and I'd like to go to Casa Bonita now. Another vote for Casa Bonita. Jared. Casa Bonita is... Um not only a great episode of South Park, it's one of my fondest memories as a child, going to Casa Bonita, doing those things, Black Bart's Cave, all that stuff, even the stupid cave, or the cliff the cliff jumpers or divers, you know, the lamest part, even Cartman had to get into that in the last five minutes because the lamest part was better than everything that was going to come after the episode was over. And it also has one of the most fantastic, like, drops for the South Park theme song coming at the end when... He's like, totally. And then they drop the music. It's just a fantastic episode. Casa Bonita. Another vote for Casa Bonita and Mike. Uh, yeah, clean sweep. Easy as that. Casa Bonita is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. Michael, this one is yours. It is the Ungroundable versus Smuggler. Um, I'm going to vote for Smuggler. Thanks! A vote for smuggler, Greg. Um, I'm gonna have to continue with smuggler, and it's just that good. (laughs) Jared. Oh man, I gotta go with the ungroundable. I mean, this is this is uh, when Butters is. I love when Butters is completely on his own, and he's completely you know, misinterpreted something and, and nobody's around to help him out. He's just got to puzzle the thing out pretty much on his own. And this is a fantastic episode for that. I, I just, I just love when he uh, believes he's turning into a vampire. I love when uh, his parents declare he's become ungroundable. <laughs> so I just love that whole thing. So I'm going with the ungroundable for sure. I'll vote for the ungroundable. Mike. Uh, I will, I will go with, uh, with smug alert um, because the, it's not just the smugness of the town but uh, wasn't it the smugness that sort of coalesced, it started with George Clooney's Oscar speech when uh, you know he basically said hey we're in Hollywood we're better than you yes. uh, 
And and you know, I really kind of thought that that was kind of an asshole speech to 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 do, also considering the the problems and and very large areas where Hollywood is not particularly progressive. And uh, and so when they actually referenced that, it was kind of like, well, yeah, you know, these guys kind of caught on to that too. And I I like the fact that they that they agreed with me, and the fact that they took a shot at George Clooney, who was their their first uh, celebrity guest. So for being spot on in a, in a variety of areas, uh, I, I have to vote for Smuggler. Uh, vote for Smuggler uh, and Pete. Um, I also have to vote for Smuggler. A vote for Smuggler. No love for no love for Butters. Butters is my favorite character. But <clears throat> moving on, Smuggler is going on to our next fight. Greg, this one is yours. It is Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride versus Free Willy. Hmm. I think Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride is good, and it definitely had a really good plot to it. But just like like Michael said last time with the Free Willy, just the way that they do that last scene, no music, and it just goes to show how the boys can think that they're doing everything right, but really they're not. Plus, I like South Park Mexicans. I think they're hilarious. She fly. She fly. Uh, vote for Free Willy. Uh, Jared. Um, the the one with the Free Willy, um, did that have um, a dog and the red rocket in it? No, it didn't. Then, I, then I'm voting for the red rocket, please. <laughs> now, I'm not remembering red rocket completely. Is that not where... One of the boys kept jerking off the dog to get the red rocket. Wasn't it Cartman? It was Cartman. No, he was Stan. No, no, I thought it was. Uh, oh, you're right. It was Stan originally. Yeah. Oh, Stan. <laughs> Come on. Stan. Red <laughs> rocket boy. Come on, red rocket. In front of Randy and Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, red rocket boy. Anyway, uh, Mike. Um, dog masturbation aside. Uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't in a, an episode after Free Willy, didn't they cut to the moon and he was still there? I believe so, yes. Okay, so because it actually got a call back in a later episode, though I don't even remember the episode, but I remember seeing it going, holy shit, the whale is still there. Uh, and, and I love that about this show, and it does this a lot. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it was Breakthrough and, and Red Rockets and Dog Boners, but uh, Dead Lunar Whale beats Dog Boner. That didn't come out right, but I'm still voting that way. <laughs> it didn't come out right. <laughs> Pete. <laughs> um, yeah, I got to go with uh, Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride. A vote for Big Gay Al. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Michael. Did, did I hear... Big dead lunar whale beats dog beating off. That is that what Mike said? I didn't say big dead lunar whale. I just said dead lunar whale. Oh, okay. I was about to say that was almost inappropriate. Um, I don't know. At this point, um, uh, see whale. A vote for Free Willy, and Big Gay Al goes down in a heap. 
And now we just have to go back. I, get, I, I wonder how many people forgot that those kids jerked off a dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. I, like, that's one of the first few episodes, isn't it? Isn't it like episode five? Anyway, Free Willy. Fourth episode. Free Willy is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. Jared, this one is yours. It is Red Slay Down versus Whale Whore. Okay, this is this is kind of tough. Um, I just um, this is the one time I could ever vote for um, Mr. Hanky and the Poochie Train um, and Santa being tortured, um, Jesus coming to save him. So fantastic! I love that episode. But I mean, we've already got a colossal Christmas episode going forward from the other bracket. So uh, yeah, I will be indeed voting the other way. A vote for whale whore. Uh, Mike. This is really tough. Um, I think I'm going to... Okay, now, Red Slay Down, is that the one that has uh, Mr... Is it Garrison running around singing, Hey there, Mr. Hindu, Merry fucking Christmas? Is that the one? No, no. But it does have Jimmy trying to sing the 12th. Christmas. <laughs> okay, well, since it's not that one, then I will uh, vote for Whale Whore. I'll vote for Whale Whore. Pete? Um, yeah, I still can't get the image of the uh, the whale and the dolphin flying the B-52 out of my head. Um, I gotta go for Whale Whores. Another vote for Whale Whore. Michael? I want both whale episodes going up against each other. Whale Whores. Another whale whore. Greg, is it a clean sweep? No, I can't give it a clean sweep. Now, I know it does seem like typical army logic to try and blame the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki on a Photoshop picture of a whale and a dolphin flying a P-52. I would put a past one, but, um, but I just like the fact that Rick's lay down. The Santa has the same voice as my other favorite character in South Park, which is Sexual Harassment Panda. It's the same voice. He just calls himself Santa. And the part where he goes, no, not Santa's balls. You shocked Santa's balls. It's just, uh, was too good. Too good to believe. I'll vote for Red Slay Down, but Whale Whore is moving on. And for a spot in the Final Four, Mike, this one is yours. Well, actually, the final five, technically. It is with apologies to Jesse Jackson versus Cartoon Wars. This really is tough. Um, you know, it always is when we when we get this far in. Um, I'm I'm going to go with Cartoon Wars. Uh, you know, a, a lot of it really comes back to uh, the the daringness of of the choice to to show Muhammad. Um, especially after they had already done it. I mean, that, that made it even better. That it wasn't just this kind of, hey, fuck you, we'll do what we want. It's a, hey, fuck you, we did this a while ago and nobody seemed to care. Uh, so I think, you know, because of that that angle and, and the fact that they really did want to go through with it and the fact that it did get pulled. I mean, there was all of these sort of things colliding. Uh, plus... Um, Family Guy is written by manatees. I'll vote for Cartoon Wars. Pete? Um, yeah, I gotta go with Cartoon Wars. 
another vote for Cartoon Wars. Michael. Um, before I get to Cartoon Wars, I want to make a correction here. The episode where they jerk off the dogs is actually called Proper Condom Use, and it occurred in Season 5. Um, okay, good. That was not the, was the same dog. The same dog. That was the first time we'd seen that dog since Big Game. Oh, sh- okay, uh, can we go back and do the other round again? <laughs> it doesn't make that much of a difference. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. All right. Um, Cartoon Wars. Another vote for Cartoon Wars. Jared. Oh, sorry. Greg. I just got one question. Did George Clooney also supply the the O-line for the dog? The the dog's moanings? He was was unavailable. Oh, damn. Damn. Um, I'm going to have to go to Cartoon Wars. Everything that, that Mike said. The whole freedom of speech thing, it's, it's why I really, really like South Park to begin with. Is they do what they want because they can. A vote for Cartoon Wars. And, Jared, is it a clean sweep? Oh, man. I, 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 I love the Cartoon Wars. I really do. I, I love, um, look, Gretchen's writing a joke right now. She swims from one side of the tank to the other. But, but um, I still... One of the funniest minutes I've ever seen. I'm still voting for it. I got to vote for it with apologies to Jesse Jackson. Just hilarious. And it was Randy, which just makes it better. <laughs> so I'm going to go with that one. Uh, vote for with apologies to Jesse Jackson. Uh, and Cartoon Wars into the final four. On to our next fight. Pete, this one is yours. It is Imagination Land versus Mr. Garrison's Fancy New Vagina. Oh, um, Imagination Land. Imagination Land gets a vote. Michael. Uh, to me, this is where it kind of falls apart on Imagination Land. I think Imagination Land's incredibly creative, uh, ambitious to a fault almost. I, I wish they hadn't stretched over three episodes. Uh, for me, that they felt that they, I felt they padded it a little bit, and the ending didn't quite work for me. Uh, I felt that they built up this thing, only they kind of collapsed it at the end in a way that I almost kind of figured they would. But it's still, I mean, it's, it's still a great episode. But in terms of their multi-part episodes, it's not one of my favorites. I actually prefer Cartoon Wars uh, over Imagination Land because I think it's tighter. I think it's stronger overall. And Fancy New Vagina is, for me, even more creative because, I mean, how do you have an episode that somehow makes some sort of logical sense where you have one character transforming himself into a dolphin, another one, another kid turning himself into a black man so he can play basketball using Mr. Garrison's private parts to make his knees. And yet, there's just so, I mean, that episode is full of stuff that I just, I'm sitting there watching as I have no idea where they came up with any of this. Um, Imagination Land is almost too much for its own good. So I'm going to vote against it and go with Fancy New Vagina. Oh, vote for a Fancy New Vagina. Greg? I'm going to have to go with a Fancy New Vagoo because this is one of the few episodes where they took that big, you know, hit out to left field, and you know what? They stuck with it for a good couple seasons. You know, Mr. Garrison became Mrs. Garrison. I mean, and I just love to see the transformation of that character the entire thing. Imagination was good, but... You know, it just kind of fell apart at the end, I think. 
I'll vote for Fancy New Vagina. Jared. Um, I believe, I mean, it seems like I read somewhere or, or, a, or a South Park fan, like, explained to me that Imagination Land was um, supposed to be their next movie. And um, due to, I don't know, schedules or whatever the projects were going on, that um, just sort of was suddenly shot into fill a slot of a season instead of becoming a major movie. And I think they've even admitted that it was a little more rushed than they wanted to be because they had this whole idea to be on the big screen with that story. And that's why it's just sort of three episodes. Um, that all being said, um, Fancy Vagina. I'll vote for Mr. Garrison's Fancy New Vagina and Mike. Uh, I will, uh, I will give it to, um, Imagination Land. No reasoning for it, but a vote for Imagination Land and Mr. Garrison's Fancy New Vagina is moving on. And we are on to our next fight. It is Casa Bonita versus Smuggler. Michael, that's yours. Oh, this hurts. This one, these are two of my favorite episodes of the show. And, uh, oh, man, I don't know. Both are good Cartman episodes. Both are, I mean, uh, but, and Butters gets good time in both. I mean, it's, it's again, Smuggler is, again, it's one that involves the whole town to a large extent. But there's just something about Cartman running around Casa Bonita at the end of that episode that just cracks me up. It's like this sadistic little son of a bitch is going to enjoy himself, even if he has to do it in five minutes. And he knows everything he's doing, what he's done. He just does not give a fuck. Um, yeah, shit, I'm going Casa Bonita. I'll vote for Casa Bonita. Greg. I'm going to go with Smuggler because, correct me if I'm wrong, I remember a scene where they actually do like a wine tasting, but with their own farts. So... A vote for a smuggler. Jared. Oh, man, this this is a, for me, it's like Casa Bonita all day. This this is like an episode that, that um, doesn't have any gimmicks in it. Um, it's not like a, this is really just a South Park premise, just doing a South Park thing and just going South Park with it. It doesn't have the craziness of like Imagination Land or isn't as blown out with the Poochoo train or I mean, this is really just these, just that fat kid just tripping out and taking the whole story with him, and it's a wonder to follow. And I think Casa Bonita is like a quintessential, uh, perfect episode of South Park. Another vote for Casa Bonita, uh, Mike. Mm, this is this is really tough because uh, I, I really love. Um, Smug alert uh, for all of the reasons that have been mentioned so far and and more and, and certainly I love like it said a great representation of the whole town in unison uh, getting it wrong and I love that they got it wrong at the end that the the end message uh, was completely lost on them um, but honestly uh, when Jared said that this is an episode without gimmicks. And that, that just kind of reminded me, and that clicked it in, that of all the things that we, we talk about when we love South Park, uh, one of the things that we forget to mention is that at its core, 
it is it is a show about a bunch of kids doing kind of what kids do, and sometimes they do what adults do, and they're reflections of uh, being an adult. But you know, even someone who supposedly never had a childhood can still recognize uh, a lot of those things in the show, and this this episode is a good example of that. Even though I think uh, Smuggler is more memorable and it's certainly one of their bigger episodes and it's an an episode that has like a big social point but uh, you know at the end of the day this is a show about kids uh and it's a damn funny show about kids so uh, i will vote for casa bonita i'll vote for casa bonita and pete um yeah i'm gonna toss casa bonita vote because i did not know until tonight that it was a real place <laughs> A vote for Casa Bonita. Me either. And Casa Bonita is into the final four. Jared is loving it. And we are on to our next fight. It is Free Willy versus Whale Whore. It's the whale fight. Greg, that one is yours. Hmm. I'm going to kill it Free Willy. Just because. Like, not only that, but we kind of forget the subplot about the actual guys. So thought, hey, you know what would be really good to trick these kids into thinking as whales are telepathic aliens? And you know what? I could just totally see myself doing that. Oh, vote for Free Willy. Uh, Jared. Wow. Um, the, this, uh, this whale uh, horror episode... Um, <coughs> I think was uh, just totally fantastic because it had an awesome Randy kickoff point. And um, it seems really random with the, you know, the, the Japanese invasion. Um, but I thoroughly love the whole thing. And uh, I'm one of those sad sacks that actually probably quotes that episode more than any of the other episodes. It's just, just fun to say. And uh, I'm imitating a show, not people. So I'm going to vote for the whale whores. Uh, vote for whale whore. Uh, Mike? Yeah, I will vote for cow and chicken. Another vote for whale whore. Um, Pete? Uh, uh, I got to go, go for a whale and dolphin. Another vote for whale whores. And Michael? Uh... I know it's lost, but I'm going to throw my vote for Free Willy. It's just because I'd forgotten one of the absurd moments in the episode, which made me laugh almost as hard as the end of the episode, when they're sneaking in to get the whale. For some reason, they chose to bring Timmy with them. And so I was like, all right, guys, here we go. We're going to break in. Everybody ready? And they're all like speaking in really hushed tones. And then you just hear, Timmy. <laughs> it's, like, it's just like it's all just coming out of nowhere. Timmer. Like he's ready to get down to business to get this whale. <laughs> and I, I just started laughing my ass off. I was like, okay. I don't know why they think this is such a good idea. And then yeah, the whole the whole Mexican, you know, NASA thing. And again, just the shot of that whale on the moon is a, a picture worth a thousand words. So but um but yeah, I just, I'm just gonna throw my vote for Free Willy. But whale whore is moving on. Uh, we, we, we've got our, our final four-ish. It is Cartoon Wars versus Mr. Garrison's New Vagina and Casa Bonita versus Whale Whore. Uh, Jared, this fight is yours. Cartoon Wars versus Mr. Garrison's Fancy New Vagina. 
Oh man. Okay. Um, Cartoon Wars. Is, I mean, I think that uh, Michael is right about Cartoon Wars being a lot tighter as a series of episodes than Imagination Land was, and it certainly is a uh, memorable. And it's always the episode I cite when um, I mention that I don't like Family Guy to people. Um, and I was always uh, curious if uh, Family Guy would ever be able to respond to uh, you know the the ripping that Matt and Trey dished on him. And uh, I scoured the interwebs looking for, you know, any kind of response from Seth MacFarlane's camp. And all I could find was this Comic-Con panel where they said they were going to take the high road. And I'm just like, ha, 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 because it's going to take you nine months to make the joke. And then they'll have your ass next week because South Park works so fast. And um, I'm going to vote for Cartoon Wars because it was ingenious. And um, I love I love the other as well. Um, and it's certainly very unique to South Park and can't happen on any other show, but but I just loved Cartoon Wars because I, I love when they just dish, 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 and that episode just doesn't stop dishing. So, Cartoon Wars. Uh, vote for Cartoon Wars. Mike? Uh, one of the things that I really like about about doing these is is to see the shape that the arguments take at the end and, and what, especially these best episode um, or even the best, the best ofs, um, when we're talking about one thing, you know, you'll tend to see a wide range of, of things represented. And here, you know, Cartoon Wars is that just sort of dead on uh, commentary on, on kind of a, a pop culture uh, in, in a variety of ways. Um, and and then on the on the other hand, uh, Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina is just kind of the it, it, it's just absurd. I mean, a, a sex change operation is the beginning of the the strangeness of this episode, and and then it does have this very kind of important yet strange point about well, yeah, you know, you can't. It, it really is important to kind of really be who you are on the inside, but. There is a point that you could take that too far, and, and you know, maybe who you are, uh, who who you are is actually who you are. You don't have to do anything to yourself to do that, and that's kind of a an interesting message for it to to put out there. So these two different elements, um, but I think I'm going to go for uh, Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina because I I just have a feeling that. Casa Bonita's got it next round in the next fight, and that's a very kind of tight, non-gimmicky personal episode, and I'd really like to see that go up against a, a very absurd um, but very kind of like poignantly messaged episode uh, that has the word vagina in the title. Uh, Mike loves vagina and gives it a vote. Um, Pete! Um... Yeah, I got a second Mike's uh, Mike's opinion. Seconding Mike, Michael. Yeah, now that we've gotten down to it, we're now looking at two very different types of episodes from the show. Cartoon Wars is this very epic, grand statement involving the almost every character on the show. It makes a lot of very big political and social and religious points, and the fact that uh, Comedy Central censored the image of Muhammad at the end ended up being the icing on the cake in a weird way. It was almost like that was the perfect thing to have happen, even though it wasn't supposed to happen. And it, it's, it's, it was just one of those things where 
they it it would have been so easy just to take cheap shots at, at Family Guy and leave it at that, but they're much more ambitious than that. And uh, it's it's their I think it's their best two parter. I think it's it's overall their their best two parter. But it just fancy new vagina for me is an episode that so closely comes out of the characters of that show. I, I, I dare say you could make Cartoon Wars work on another animated show if you jerry-rigged it a little bit to some degree, but no, you couldn't make Fancy New Vagina work on any other show. Mr. Garrison, it's, it's the only character that could ever allow that to happen, and it, it, it just trades on the insecurities of these characters so brilliantly. Um, as much as I, I hate to vote against Cartoon Wars, I'm not sure I am voting against it. I'm just really voting for Fancy New Vagina. Another vote for Fancy New Vagina. And Greg. You know, Fancy New Vagina is one of these stripped down, clean episodes that, you know, doesn't have any particular grandiose message. Clean Vagina. (laughs) Yes, other than Vagina. But I would have to say Cartoon Wars, I mean... Honestly, that's exactly what I've come to admire from South Park. These guys, you know, they 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 push the envelope, and you know, and then they just ball it up and throw it off the fucking table, and then slap you in the face. I mean, they will go. They, they they're these type of people who you say no balls, and like, oh well, I'm gonna do it. Why? Because fuck you. That's why. And I I really really like that. And um, uh, I think somebody actually went to jail because of this episode. A guy made a Right on their lives, and they caught him, and he's going to jail. So, I think Matt and Trey are real patriots. A vote for Cartoon Wars, but Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina is into the almost finals. We're on to our next fight, Mike. This one is yours. It is Casa Bonita versus Whale Whore. Uh, yeah, I uh, I don't want to see too sort of absurdist episodes going up against each other. Uh, I like the idea of the nice personal story about the kids uh, that we can relate to uh, up against uh, someone becoming a dolphin. All right, a vote for Casabonita. Way to go, Shark. Uh, Pete? Um, yeah, I kind of see Mike's point. Um... Plus, I think I actually did laugh more at Casa Bonita than I did at Whale Wars, so I gotta go with Casa Bonita. Another vote for Casa Bonita, Michael. Yeah, Casa Bonita for me because I like any episode where Cartman starts the episode as a horrible human being, and at the end of the whole goddamn thing, not only has he not learned anything from what he's done, he honestly doesn't regret it in the slightest bit. Another vote for Casa Bonita. Greg? I'm going to have to go with Casa Bonita because it's, um, it's pretty much exactly it. it. It's, you know, a little Archie Bunker who just cannot and will not change his sociological tendencies. Another vote for Casa Bonita. And Jared, is it a clean sweep? I will cast the one lone vote for Casa Bonita. Because I love the restaurant chain. The one lone vote. The one lone vote for a clean sweep? 
Are you so used to your things oh, going out? Pile on. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm piling on. There we go. Yes, Casa Bonita. <laughs> yes, this is, it was awesome. <clears throat> I want to watch it right now. Go vote for Casa Bonita. It is Casa Bonita versus Mr. Garrison's fancy new, new vagina. Which one is going up against Woodland Critter Christmas? Uh, Pete, this one is yours. Which one are you voting for? Yeah, I'm going to pull out a wild card here and vote for Pandemic. You can't pull a wild card here. I'm the wild card, bitches. I can do whatever I want. You're not the wild card. <laughs> That's not what you told me. Um, yeah, I got to go with uh, Casa Bonita. I'll vote for Casa Bonita or Casa Bonita. Michael. Um, I'm going to take a chance that it's going to go through, and I'll talk more about it in the final. So I'm going to vote for Casa Bonita. Another vote for Casa Bonita. Greg. Um, you know what? Just because Vagina took down uh, Cartoon Wars, Casa Bonita. Ah, Spite. Spite. Uh, you, you've been <laughs> missing from this episode. I'll vote for Casa Bonita. Jared. It's a clean sweep. Jared is the fourth I'm vote. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I gotta stop pre-recording this. Okay, I'm... <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to say uh, Casa Bonita, please. Um, Casa Bonita for days. Another vote for Casa Bonita. Mike, is it a clean sweep? Uh, no. One, for more spite. And two, uh, because I'd rather eat vagina than Mexican food. Oh. Even if it's Mr. Garrison's? I'm leaving that part out. <laughs> Mr. Garrison's vagina or Mexican food? Either. No. Right. Well done, Michael. <laughs> anyway, now we're at our final final. This is weird because we've never done it like this before. Normally we, we, we come back and record again. But we've got um, two titans here. we got Dayton Ward on the phone. No, we don't have Dayton Ward on the phone. We have nobody. No, nope. nope, nobody. Oh, okay. It is right. Casa Bonita. Wait, let's see. Should we do that? Oh, well, no. <laughs> Who's on Skype right now? Let's see. Chris Wood. Uh, um, who, what was his name? Uh, Terrace is on. Um, Victor. What do we need somebody else for? Grab a couple other fuckers. <laughs> we know we're just trying to extend this even longer. No, we aren't. <laughs> we are not trying to extend it any longer. Anyway... I think it should be random. It is random no. because it's me okay. and R two D two. We're jumping in. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I like it. Uh, and it's R two D two only if it's a tie. And Mike, you can't cheat. Anyway, we've got Casa Bonita versus Woodland Critter Christmas. Um, I don't know who I'm going to go to first. Uh, I'll start with you, Mike. Which one are you voting for? Hmm. This is really tough because the, uh, you know, the, it, it is two vastly different kinds of episodes. Uh, they may not be more far apart. Um, and, you know, I want to vote for the smaller character-driven episode. It's like saying I like indie films. But at the end of the day, 
I have to go with the one that just left the biggest impression, and and that's the big, blood-filled spectacular. Um, so it's Woodland Critters Christmas. I'll vote for Woodland Critter Christmas, Michael. Yeah, t- I mean, I, and I like the fact that it's ended up with these two episodes because we are seeing the two different sides of South Park. Um, although, I mean, there's many different sides to it, but at least two episodes that represent different aspects of the show's strengths. Um, one thing I did before coming on to do the second episode, I, after we chose Woodland Critter Christmas, which is one of my, it is my all-time favorite episode, uh, I went back and I watched it again because sometimes what happens is you remember these episodes and you watch them a bunch of times, and now over time the impact is lost or it's not quite as funny as you remembered it. Not only was it just as funny as I remembered it, there was shit I had completely fucking forgotten about. Like during the blood orgy, the fact that the squirrel is actually fucking the deer in the ear. <laughs> while, while, while the bear while the bear is giving you know, the so I, I was just like, wow, I guess they just didn't have enough room, so he had to fuck something, and then he picks the, the deer's ear. I, I, all right. <laughs> it's just like, and just the you know, it's just so many little things. Just the little details when the, 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 the three cubs are giving Kyle the abortion. And I'm like, oh, my dear God, this is, why, this is why I'm so glad we have Matt and Trey and they don't give a fuck about anything. And the freedoms that, you know, Cartoon Wars was all about. Well, this is what they get to make with that is Woodland Critter Christmas, which is in itself an oddly moral episode. This, it's not, I mean, it's disgusting and it's weird, but it's a very, it has a very moral tale to tell. And I just, I, again, it's nothing tops it. Just nothing fucking tops it. So Woodland Critter Christmas. I'll vote for Woodland Critter Christmas. I thought you were going to say more about Casa Bonita in the next round, but whatever. Yeah, fuck, fuck it. Uh, Jared. Um, oh. You know, that, that's a really compelling argument that, that Michael just made about the, you know, the fact that they get to do things like the Woodland Critter Christmas, you know, because they kind of earned that ability through all the other things that they do. But, but I got I to gotta say, man, there, there's just something about that Casa Bonita episode. I think that, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's like we're picking like the best of South Park, you know, it's like. It's just like what happened in Best in Trek, where you've got, like, you know, in the pale moonlight versus, you know, the inner light. It's like, okay, well, which is best representative of an episode of, of South Park? And maybe there is no real answer to that. But, I mean, there's one thing you can count on, and that's that, you know, Cartman will be there, and he will be obnoxious. And this is the finest representation of that that, that I can think of. I mean, I, I, I love the thing so much, like, through and through. And I also love the woodland critters. I mean, they, they obviously could take this, you know, and it would be a fine representation for South Park, but but I'm going to go Casa Bonita because I just think it's a, a little more uh, South Park specific, I guess, even though Stan is my favorite character, and he's obviously, you know, a, a big deal in, in the other contender, but but I, I'm, I'm going Casa Bonita because I think that th- this is what South Park, you know, can usually do and usually do really well. And the Woodland Critters is something that is going to be random. You might turn it on and it might be that. It might be Fancy New Vagina. But, you know, you usually get Casa Bonita. And, and the, it's episodes like Casa Bonita that make me a fan of the show. I can't keep watching the, the, the more intense ones because I've become desensitized, I think, to 
you know, all of those awesome movements and orchestrations. I love the shock value. I don't ever want to get sick of it. So it's episodes, it's a steady diet of Casa Bonita, I guess is what I'm saying, that keeps me watching the show, because I couldn't have the other all the time. So I'm going to go with Casa Bonita. A vote for Casa Bonita. Uh, Pete? Um, yeah, I don't know. Blood Orgy does it to me every time. A vote for Woodland Quarter Christmas. Greg? You know what? It seems like a lost fight, but I'm going to throw it to Castaneda. And here's why. It's very simple. You know, Michael, you really hit a good point talking about this is what, you know, what they get to do because of all this. But, you know, Jared, I think you were right in saying that if I had that all the time, it would just be sensitized. And this is, this is about South Park. This is about the four boys. And I think that, you know, pretty much all four boys plus Butters was really equally represented in Caspanita. And it, it did it without being vulgar. I mean, if when you say to somebody who's never seen South Park, well, you should watch South Park, they think they're going to get a blood orgy. But in the end, they just get a, a boy locking another boy in a refrigerator and making them think that it's a zombie apocalypse. I mean, one... The other, they're both hilarious, and one goes over the top, and we need that. But, you know, I think just the sheer fact that South Park was able to make it that funny without making it that over the top makes it a better episode. A vote for Casa Bonita. <sighs> I love Woodland Critter Christmas. I really like Casa Bonita. I could easily tie it up and just throw, uh, and throw it to a coin flip, because that's what R2-D2 actually is, is a coin flip. And... And that's actually the best representative of what the best episode of South Park is. It's the fact that you can easily flip a coin and everybody will go, yeah, that's right, that's fine, that's, a, that's all right. Uh, Mike was talking about it earlier today, the fact that he looked at ten different best of lists and everyone was different. And the fact that we each, well, they each put twelve things on. Mike thought he sent out his email and he didn't. And then he comes back and looks at it, and he looks to see which ones of his episodes he's going to have to change. He didn't have to change a single one, because South Park is that broad, is that well-liked by people who like it. Don't get me wrong, if you hate South Park, there's nothing, there's nothing that can change your mind. But if you love South Park, every one of these episodes is, is one of your favorite. Every one of these episodes has a moment that is the best South Park episode. Like, it, it, it's great. Like, my, my personal favorite is uh, the end of the Richards episode where they were calling them Richards, all the black people, the rich black people had moved to South Park, and they were getting rid of them, and as Michael said, they stick the landing. The very last thing in that episode is Mr. Garrison said, yeah, at least we got rid of all those nick, and the episode ends, and that's why South Park is great. That's why Woodland Critter Christmas is the winner of this episode, because it sticks the landing, it's great, South Park is great, I love it. Let me just start stroking my Red Rocket. Red Rocket, Red Rocket, Red Rocket, Red Rocket. Red Rocket, Red Rocket, Red Rocket. I love South Park. What if I change my vote? What? What do you mean? If you change your vote to Casa Bonita? Yeah. Why would you do that? Because then it's tied up. No, we're not. No. I didn't vote. Oh, I thought you. Oh, I thought you were voting. No, I was just talking about South Park. I didn't vote for it. I, you, you didn't hear me say it. I said, that's why. No, but I thought you were voting in this round. No, I was. And then, you know, you guys both swayed me to, wait, there is no such thing. Every episode of South Park is the best episode of South Park. There, there, 
I love South Park. It's great. Oh my god, that was horrible. That's why you tie it up. No, I'm not going to tie it up. No suspense. <laughs> I'm ending the show. Thanks for listening. Check out backlotd.com. Uh, let's see. DVD Geeks at dvdgeeks.tv. Um, Substrace Communicate and their awesome podcast, Life After Trek. Uh, the Soulless Minions of Orthodoxy at soullessminions.lipson.com. They do commentaries there. Uh, so do me and Brian Townsend. We do Into the Bad Cave. It's into the... At li- uh, what is it? Into the dot uh, Special thanks goes to Karen for being our web presence. Check out what she's doing with uh, Chris Mitchell on the Geek Fights Tumblr. And of course, Mr. Formby, he's on the show right now for the pimped out intros he creates. You can read his blog, Hey Star Trek, at HeyStarTrek.net. I'd also like to thank our guests for joining us. Does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Uh, let's go right back to you, Greg. Um, I'd like to plug America, the United States Army. Not so much West Point. It's kind of sucking now. Um, your local comic book shops. Go go by to your local comic book shops. If I see you with a, a digital comic app, I'm going to take your iPhone and break it. Um, and your local craft brew beers. And any ladies in the Hudson Valley region who might be interested in me. I'm single, 23, good looking, and not fat. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, Pete. Um, yeah, how can you top that? No, not really. <laughs> uh, Mr. Formby? Um, I'm going to go ahead and mention the fact that I did an episode of the Delta Quadrant for um, Josh Bradley's show, and it was a lot of fun. That that um, show that's very Voyager-centric is just getting started, um, and they're adding hosts, like, in succession, I guess, and, and they're up to four hosts, so I'm, I'm wondering how those, those episodes are going to play out. I was a guest host, so... Some my responsibility, but anyway, it was a lot of fun recording with them, and I wish them the best of luck. It started Delta Quadrant. That's news to me. I'm going to go download it right now. It's a co- yeah. it's completely different people, though. No. Yeah, it's it's a different uh, bag of folks, and uh, I don't know that I don't know if there's any controversy over it or not. I, I believe that uh, the Gamma Quadrant creators just kind of don't care. They're like, well, we always thought That's that if we good. did anything else, we'd just be the Gamma Quadrant. So. Yeah, now I'll take a special grade of people to watch Voyagers. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Michael Felsher. Uh, I'd like to put in another plug for Hot Taco Detroit, which has just opened in downtown Detroit. It's a wonderful new little taco shop that's actually open till 2 o'clock in the morning during weekdays and 3 o'clock in the morning on uh, weekends. It's uh, just behind the Fox Theater at the intersection of Park and Montcalm been there a few times now and very friendly people and very reasonable prices and uh, really can't be beat for a late night uh, authentic Mexican food option and uh, unlike Greg I am fat so inhale my balls (laughs) Mike go ahead and follow that (laughs) Um, I would like to plug Michael's balls Um, ow Actually, I do have to say something about Michael's genitalia uh, because you do on best yes on best uh, comic book creator. Uh, I'm the the unknown pick goes to uh, is going to Chris Mitchell, but Karen was like, "Well, if I was gonna get if I was gonna pick something, it'd be Michael's dick," and that's what she said because you said something a couple weeks ago about well, it. Well, no, your your dick almost won a geek fight a couple of weeks. Back. Yeah. 
That's exactly why. You voted for your dick, and I changed my vote to your dick. You know what's sad? My genitals are getting more action on this show than they are in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Mike, continue, please. Hey, don't agree with me, motherfucker. Shut up. So, um, I would also like to plug the uh, Calzones at New York City Pizza on 14 Mile. Uh, they're good. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a Calzone. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can also find me on the Zod Complex uh, old episodes. We haven't done anything in a while. It's, it's, it, it may be done. Um, but you can find me every week on the Weekend Geek Video Show where we talk about this week's comics. Uh, you can find us uh, on the internet at geekfights.net. Um, where we have, uh, well, we, we really don't have a lot of, we have a list of show ideas. If anything sounds good on there, let us know. We'll schedule it. We'll put you on the show. Uh, we've still got some slash fit with Damon. Um, yeah, it's actually kind of an ugly website too. I really want to redesign it. So, uh, don't, don't hold that against us. What's going on? It's just a trailing line. Uh, don't actually, forget to rate your review. Actually, no, wait. There's actually one other thing. I, I forgot something. I actually would, I would like to plug one other thing. i like to plug the last existing Casa Bonita, currently existing in Lakewood, Colorado, off of 6715 uh, six, West Colfax Avenue. You can get more details oh, yeah, on it at Casa Bonita. <laughs> Denver.com. It is the only existing location of Casa Benita left, so if you've been turned on to try this place out for real based on what we've been talking about, I suggest you go there now. Was there more than one at one point? Several. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and the Zoom Network, or like us on Facebook. Uh, yeah, you know, that, that Casa Benita sounds pretty good. I want to chop um, this bandito. I have to be up in five. Like I have to be up in less than five hours now, dicks. <laughs> so let's oh, end this show. Change on the website, Mike. Bitch, Mike. Change on the website. Oh yeah, I'm not really into the color scheme at all. I'll and, just hang uh, up. The, I'll just hang up. Well, I do like the. I like the use of Adobe in the front. Uh, well, that's nice. Hey, man, I have to be up in four hours and run five miles. So don't want to hear it. <laughs> You're. I'm only Did walking you three. With the website. Gotcha. So uh, if if you uh, if you'd like to be on the panel and participate in this fun stuff, like just stretching it on and on and on, uh, you can con- contact us at geekfights at gmail dot com or at geekfights on Twitter. That's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks. Upcoming fights are stuff. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, until next time, keep fighting the geek fight. Good night. <laughs> Chicken and cow! With a special time and special day, it's Woodland Critter Christmas. Hail Satan! Uh, I can't remember what comedian it was, or somebody, somebody, it was, oh, it might have been Louis C.K., who was like, you know, the N-word is just as bad as saying nigger. Uh, only, it, it, it's actually, it actually is kind of worse because they use it nonchalantly and say it all the time on TV. You know the exact word they're talking about. Even little kids know what, what you mean. It's not like when you say the F word and a little kid goes, what's the F word? Because they've never heard fuck before. They've heard the N word. So, and they hear it all the time. Fox News loves it. Watch Fox News. They say it all the time. Not, not the N word, but the N word. See? Uh, there's lots of nigger in this episode. 
<laughs> oh God! What I miss? <laughs> uh, I know. I know. To speak English. Uh, so, something that's not going to make the episode at all because Mike is scared of the word, but that that would have been a great blooper. <laughs> Chicken and cow!